Welcome to the Gymnastics Mindset Academy podcast, where we develop happy, healthy gymnasts who know how to win. Let's get started. Hello, coaches. Uh, this is Stacy here with Allie, and we are on um, the third week of working on getting routine ready, preparing your skills for season. And so um, this month, we've really been focused in on that because that's what you're focused on, right? Mm -hmm. Is helping your kids get those skills. And so we um, started the month by looking at your season goal and having your kids look at their season goal and then figure out what skills they didn't have that they would need to have in order to meet that season goal. Not just in order to be ready for meet season to start, but really looking at that longer picture of the entire season. Then last week we talked about fear and dealing with the fear part of it. This week we have one of our favorite methods that we use to get those last skills. Um, and we call it the scientific method. Uh, so Allie, you want to describe it for us? Well, it is legitimately the scientific method. If you, <laughs> yeah, I guess we don't just call it that. It really is that just defined <laughs> back from like what middle school elementary school I don't know when they teach that anymore but it's the scientific method um where we help them one like diagnose what is the problem okay so let's go beam here because you know we always say a day we don't coach on beam is a day we don't coach so we're on beam and they're doing handspring layout series and the problem is they're not staying on the beam okay problem number one okay number two what are things that could actually help you stay on the beam? Well, it could help me stay on the beam to watch my hands and feet. Shocker. It could help me stay on the beam to stay square when I step in. It could help me stay on the beam to stay tight. It could help me stay on the beam to go right to my finish. It could help me stay on the beam, whatever it is. There's like 800 million things here as a coach that we could help them find. And this is why we like the scientific method. I think it's super overwhelming. A skill happens so fast. You can only think about so many things at one time. And you'll learn in this moment what your gymnast is trying to think about. And oftentimes it is 20 things. And you are like, wowza. We can't think about 20 things in that short of a time period. So let's figure this out. But anyways, so what's the problem? What are ways that we can fix the problem? And then we help them. We'll tell you a little bit how we help them in a minute. But then we help them pick like one thing that they think is going to help them most solve this problem. Okay. So we do an if-then statement. This is your hypothesis, right, from science nerds. So if I watch my feet, then I will land on the beam. Okay. That is going to be your actual hypothesis. And then you're going to analyze and you're going to run it. So let's say they have to do 10 series that day on the high beam. They're going to have a little sheet and they're going to write, if I watch my feet, then I'll land on the beam. And then they're going to mark one. The first thing I think they should mark is, did I actually watch my feet? Yes or no. The next thing is, did I land on the beam? Yes or no. And then the last part is, is like notes of like, you know, just learning why. Um, so like, why didn't you watch your feet? You know, if they didn't actually do it, then it's a good way for you to know if like, if what they picked isn't working, like, yes, they're watching their feet every time and they're still not landing on the beam, then maybe they're opening their hips up too much and we got to figure that out. Or maybe there's another issue. If they're saying 
that they're not watching their feet. It's like, okay, why aren't we watching our feet? Is there a whole nother situation that we have to work on? So this helps you get information as a coach and it helps the gymnast understand. Um, usually the answer is I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and so this helps them pay attention to the corrections you give them. Shocker. So great. So then <laughs> number five is just to then um, use that information to like strategy for the next. So um, what's going well and what do you still need to improve on? Well, I'm landing on the beam every time, but my back knee is always bent. Okay, cool. Let's run another scientific method. Or maybe it's, um, I definitely am seeing my feet, so I feel more comfortable, but I'm still not landing on the beam. Great. What are we going to try next? So the idea of the scientific method is to just try one thing at a time and be able to learn from that one thing that you're trying. It's not a right or wrong type thing. You're just learning from it and then be able to make changes. So Stacey, why is it so important for it to be run like an experiment rather than like a good or bad? Yeah. Most of the gymnasts are focused on failure or success. Did I do it or did I not do it? And so because they're not okay with failure, which we're going to talk about next week, because they're not okay with failure, they won't go back and analyze what is actually happening. And so they can't get any information. All right. We like to say that um, any success is built on a pile of failures, but that's only true if you're going back and you're looking at like what happened and then why did it happen? And then what can I make a change next? And so when we look at an experiment, we're just curious. <laughs> I'm curious to see. So this is what I love to add in is those emotion words that help focus their emotions that are going to fuel them. So when they're being fueled by curiosity, I'm curious to see if watching my feet is going to help me stay on the beam. Then if it doesn't, it's not a big deal. Maybe the correction they needed is actually to square their hips, or maybe they need to be watching their hands, or maybe that maybe the, the thing that's actually happening is something different. And so then if this one doesn't work, that's totally fine. It's not a problem. I was just curious. Um, so we love like framing it as an experiment so that they can be curious and inquisitive and they can gather as much information instead of turning it into a, I did it or I didn't do it. I made it or I didn't make it. It's like, we're using this to gather um, data and to run an experiment, and that is going to help them. So I want to go back and say, if the reason that they're not paying attention is because they're so afraid, they're just checking it, you want to go back to our overcome fear training and help them learn how to feel the fear and deal with the fear and then refocus their brain on something that is going to actually help them do the skill. So that was in our training. Um, if the replay for gymnasts is up for just a couple more days. So you can go back and have them look at that replay. You can send them to that. Or if you already did, remind them to use it. When, you're, when your gymnast is stuck in fear, their logical brain, they don't have access to. So they're not going to be able to do the ex experimenting and the data and all of that stuff. They're just in that like frozen state. But... Most of the time, what happens is, is that your subconscious brain needs marching orders. It needs to know what does my body actually need to do. And when your gymnast is focused just on, I just got to make it, I just got to get it, 
they're not giving their body any instructions. And so then their body isn't actually doing the technique of the skill. When you do this method, it's an experiment, but it also helps them actually focus and give their brain marching orders on exactly what their body needs to do, which will help them be able to, even if they're feeling afraid, they can refocus their brain onto what does my body need to do this turn. Um, I just really like this too, because it helps you as a coach when you work through this, understand if your gymnast actually understands what you're trying to help them do as well. Because um, I can ask a gymnast like, okay, you know, we're not staying on the beam. What are five things that you could do that could actually help you stay on the beam? And if they can't think of one, then the corrections you're giving them, they're typically the means that they're not understanding them or they're not sure how to do it. Or they're like, like Stacy said, so afraid they can't even process what, you know, you're trying to say to them. So it just kind of helps give you a good idea of where they're at um, with those types of things. And then you can be like, okay, once you help them get five or they have five right away, um, that's where I like to go to like, which one feels the most important to you? Now, let me tell you what feels most important to you as a coach might not be what they think is most important. Okay. And so my tip to you on that is to let them try what they think is most important. Let them run the experiment. If it doesn't work, then maybe help direct them towards the one you think might be. But oftentimes you might be surprised because what they believe is most important, if they think it's helpful, it will end up being helpful. Yeah. And so it'll make a bigger difference than you might think as well. So um, use this as a tool for you to help understand where your gymnast is at and understanding, help you understand if your gymnast actually physically understands what she's supposed to be doing, and then understanding what she thinks is most important and what she thinks is going to be helpful can be good information for you as well. So Love it. So um, next week, we're going to talk about another aspect of this, which is being able to actually let yourself fail and then learn from those failures. So tune back in for that. But again, if your kids are dealing with fear, they've got just a little bit of time to go back and watch the replays. But even more, right now, our membership is open. We only open the membership um, for a couple of times a year for that private coaching experience. So It's kind of now or never. And a lot of times kids are like, well, I'm not really dealing with fear anymore, but they don't think about the mental things they're going to be dealing with for season. And just like you don't prepare your kids for season once season starts, you're preparing them for season right now. The same thing is true in our membership. We're going to spend the rest of this month. We're going to spend November, December preparing them for competition season. And so what we have a lot of parents do is that it's like January, February starts, kids start struggling, then they bring them to us. Well, it would be like trying to start preparing your kid for meat season in January or February. Like, yeah, can we help them? Of course. But if they join us now and they get all of this time prepping their brain for meat season, they are going to be golden. They're going to be in a fantastic place and they're going to have a better season than they've ever had. So um, we uh, mental training often is thought of as like, well, this is like the principal's office or this is like the counselors. This is like the place that you send kids that are really struggling. We don't believe that at all. 
uh, we think mental training is an integral part of their gymnastics journey. Allie, you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah. Um, I mean, you, your body literally doesn't do anything without your brain's permission. So it doesn't matter if you are just trying to start scoring nine sevens instead of nine fives. It doesn't matter if you're just trying to, um, just reach that next level or just even being able to like, maybe you compete really well, but you're just like full of like stress and you can't enjoy the experience too. Like it doesn't have to be like this crisis thing. It's just one of those things where like, it's going to help you no matter what it is going to help you be able to have consistency. It's going to help you be able to enjoy the process and it's going to be able to help you improve your gymnastics, even if you're already in a good spot. And so take this as more like strength and conditioning and flexibility, where it's a part of your training that makes you better, even if it's something that you're already good at. Yeah. So our membership is open. Um, you can send your kids to our website. We'll put all of this in our show notes. Um, send parents, obviously, <clears throat> but this is the time to help them. So you don't have to try to help them with the stuff in the gym. Because for you as coaches, even if you're learning with us and you're learning these things, like Allie used to talk about this, being able to in the gym on the floor, really sit down and teach the kids the lessons and then give them one-on-one -on -one coaching just isn't realistic with the rest of the things that you need to teach them in gymnastics. So that's where sending them to us where, you know, we've got it so they can learn it on the go. We've got it on apps. We've got it down to like really quick laser focused lessons so they can do them between practice and the rest of life. Um, but it doesn't have to take up a ton of the time in the gym. So if you're learning with us here on the coaches clinic and, or not coaches clinic on the coaches webs or uh, podcast <laughs> and you're learning with us and then they're learning and they are able to then get the coaching that they need, whether that be group or private, it's going to help everyone have an amazing season. So we hope to see you next week when we talk about how to overcome failures and we hope to see your kids in our program and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Everyone says that gymnastics is 80% mental, but most gymnasts spend very little time training their brain. You've seen it a thousand times where a gymnast can do her skills physically, but her fear and doubt are holding her back. Or she does amazing routines in practice, but her nerves get the best of her in competition. We would love to help your gymnast have productive practices and confident competitions. We know they need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created short, effective lessons and coaching that fit between practice and the rest of life. We have courses and coaching programs for individual gymnasts and gymnastics teams that are based on proven behavioral science you can be confident in and results that speak for themselves. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your gymnast success, their mind. Check us out at gymnasticsmindsetacademy.com.